0: Hi, I'm Janine Strawn, the Tiny House Guru and Founder of Tiny House Solutions and the President of the Australian Tiny House Association. I'm here to talk to you about all things tiny and in this podcast I'll be discussing some topics that will get you thinking about whether tiny house living is for you, as well as all sorts of tips regarding finding a site, working out a budget, designing your space, choosing your materials, building and moving your tiny, how you can earn an income from your tiny house and so much more. My passion for tiny houses stemmed from my passion for sustainability and the environment. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast you can relate. All of my advice is based on my personal and professional experience and I recommend you do your own due diligence. You can find out more about what I do or try Tiny House Living by checking out my website at www.tinyhousesolutions.com.au And if by listening to these podcasts you think I can assist you in achieving freedom, in living your dream and wanting information on our tiny house models then consider booking a consult time with me to discuss your project. After receiving questions on where can I park my tiny house and is living in a tiny house legal? The next question we often get asked is what do I do with my wastewater? And unfortunately, there isn't it's a complicated issue as wastewater is managed differently in different states of Australia. But before we go ahead in into that, let's talk about what is wastewater and how it's generated from the home. You might be thinking, I know what wastewater is but it might not be all that it seems. And again, it depends on which state you're in as wastewater is defined differently and policies and regulations change across our diverse states and territories and local council areas. So with that being said, what I will go through is some information to develop your understanding so that you use the correct terminology when you are talking with your local council health officer. Wastewater is generated whenever we flush the toilet, use the sinks, showers and washing machines and dishwashers. And I understand that in a tiny house you might not have the last two but I'm going to try to keep it simple. Now the wastewater can then be divided further into black water from the toilet or grey water from the bathroom and kitchen sinks, washing machines and showers. However in Queensland the regulations include kitchen wastewater as black water, like toilet water. But it is still a good idea to remove any kitchen waste that contains fats and organic matter from a greywater system. The storage and use of untreated greywater is also uh, treated differently across the state jurisdictions, with some states allowing untreated greywater to be stored indefinitely and others requiring discharge to be within 24 hours to avoid it becoming septic. Now, how to manage your wastewater will depend on whether you can connect a sewage system in a sewage, in sewered areas or septic or wastewater effluent systems. So getting an understanding of this before you site your tiny house will be an important consideration. Connecting to an existing sewer system will generally be the cheapest and easiest option, especially if you're gonna be there for a long time. However, it is advisable to uh, contact your local council first for any connection requirements. Connecting to a septic system may be an option, but this will depend on the age of the system, how the system has been sized for collection of wastewater, and what if any filtration systems are connected to it. Lastly, creating an effluent field for the treatment of wastewater on the site will depend on soil classifications proximity to watercourses and drainage lines, annual and seasonal rainfall conditions, area of land available to install an effluent field, and proximity of neighbouring properties. This is usually calculated by a soil scientist undertaking a land capability assessment, which is a challenge for the tiny house sector as the preparation of an LCA looks at calculating wastewater loads for much larger houses, where there might be three bathrooms and three toilets, dishwashers and washing machines, and the occupancy rates or the potential occupancy rate, and this will be significantly higher than the occupation of tiny houses. However, the assessment and associated report usually triggers a set fee, no matter the occupancy rate. Whilst there are some amazingly innovative solutions that tiny house dwellers are creating for the disposal and treatment of wastewater, it is important to know um, how your council will assess it without it being an overly expensive and cumbersome system for a relatively small wastewater volume. The Australian Tiny House Association is in the process of producing a guide now for members to take to their local council to commence a discussion on wastewater management. In summary, wastewater management regulations and, and policies vary across jurisdictions. So get informed with the state EPA regulations for where you wish to reside. And with this information, go to your local council website to see if there are any if they've got any changes to the state regulation and make a time to speak with the council environmental health officer. Unfortunately, how wastewater management is undertaken within tiny house occupancy, it's a uh, a regular question or a complaint by some members of the public and some council officers don't know how to deal with tiny houses. I wish it was simpler, but it just isn't, as it couples the regulations, soil capacity and rainfall patterns with wastewater volume health concerns and neighbouring properties so there is no single answer to this one. If you are seeking advice on how to prepare for a council meeting for the siting of your tiny house then why not book a consult time with me so I can go through points of consideration with you. I wish you well on your tiny house journey and reach out if you want to work with me to turn your tiny house dream into a reality. If by listening to these podcasts you want to know more about our tiny house models or stay in a tiny house, then check out www.tinyhousesolutions.com.au and see how we could work together. If you're also interested in sustainable design, but on a larger scale, then you might also like to check out my other podcast, Tips from the Sustainable Design Expert. Have a wonderful day.